Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 77 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a variant company, a leader in community software for support communities and digital marketing. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services, which enable organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Telligent solutions include both external customer and internal employee communities. A customer service community enables you to answer a question once and then scale it to an unlimited number of customers. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Freeform Friday. And I love Fridays because as you know, on Friday, we go freestyle and talk about whatever we feel like because it's Friday. So what do we feel like talking about today? Well, first, before I talk to you about what we feel like talking about today, I need to remind you that there is a holiday gift for you waiting on the sociallysupportive.com website, free 30 minutes of coaching with me, courtesy of me and Telligent, a variant company, which is this month's sponsor. This is a $300 value. So I want you to go and scoop these up very quickly because I'm only offering the spots in the month of December. What would you talk to me about? You can talk to me about anything that's got you stuck when you're trying to deliver great customer service over digital and social media channels. Like what? Like what should you be working towards for 2018? What kind of goals should you have? How should you be training your support staff? Is there something particular you should put in job descriptions when you're hiring social customer care agents? How often should they respond? How many people are you going to need? All of these things I can help you with. So make sure that you go before they're all gone to sociallysupportive.com and click on that big yellow button to schedule your time with me. Okay, let's get to today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Francois de la Rochefoucauld. I hope I said that right. And he said, to listen closely and reply well is the highest perfection we are able to attain in the art of conversation. So true. And our book of the day is just like yesterday by Shep Hyken, but this is a different book of his. Be amazing or go home. Seven customer service habits that create confidence with everyone. All right, what are we talking about today? Well, hopefully you heard yesterday's episode 76, What Customers Want, because that is a really good foundation and precursor to what we are talking about today. As a matter of fact, I would really like for you, if you did not hear yesterday's episode, to press stop and go listen to yesterday's episode, because what I'm going to tell you now is very helpful. But if you didn't hear yesterday's episode, you won't know why I'm saying these things. So what are we talking about? 
Today, I am going to give you what everybody always asks me. I'm giving you nine great social media responses. Everybody who talks to me and finds out what I do on social customer care asks me, what are you supposed to say when you respond to customers? I don't know what to say. I feel uncomfortable because I don't know what to say. Here are things that you can say. And as we talked about yesterday, and I'm so glad that you pressed stop and went back to listen to yesterday's episode if you haven't already. The most important thing that we can do is help customers not be afraid that they made the wrong choice in going with our company and help them feel comfortable and not afraid that we're leaving them out there hanging to dry on their own, that our company was the right choice for them to pick. And we know that because we are confident that our company is going to do the right thing and get things sorted out. Now, it's important to point out that this does not mean that you need to give away the farm. It does not mean that the customer is in fact always right about everything and that you just need to give everything away. Most of our companies are not not not-for-profit companies. That's a double negative. But you know what I mean. Companies exist so that they can deliver hopefully great products and services to customers who will benefit from them. And then the company in exchange makes a profit. It's a double benefit situation. Everybody's benefiting in this situation. So that being the case, we do need to make sure that if a customer is asking us for something that we should not be giving to them, if they're taking advantage of us, we don't want to let that happen. That is not what this episode is about. But most of the customers that we deal with, we are going to assume are not trying to take advantage of us or get something for free that they're not entitled to. Most of the customers we deal with that are angry and frustrated and upset on social media feel that way because they feel like they are in danger of being injured in some way. On yesterday's episode, we defined being injured injured as wasting their time, effort, and money in a situation where they felt they shouldn't have to be doling out their time, effort, and money. So this helps us understand the mindset of someone who is upset and coming to us on social media seeking some sort of restitution. And if you have ever talked to lawyers or someone in a legal profession, sometimes they refer to it as making the customer whole, trying to make the customer whole again. And what this means is that once there has been some sort of injury or perceived injury, what you're trying to do is to make that person whole again. Whatever was taken away from them, you want to make sure that they feel as though they got that back. And if you're doing a great job, you make them feel like they got that back and so much more. That's the magic that we talk about, about raising NPS scores higher than they ever were before you had a problem because you've shown such great customer service. And do you know why that works? I didn't even talk about this on yesterday's episode. The reason why that works is because before there was any sort of issue, the customer didn't know whether you would be there to stand by them and support them. Once there's an issue and you've shown the customer that you will be by them and support them and do the right thing, then that customer has even more faith in the fact that they've selected your company. So anyway, that's the background that you need. Still go back and listen to yesterday's episode, which was episode 76, What Customers Want. But now that we have all that background, here are nine great social media responses 
that you can use to take your customer from a position of feeling injured, feeling like they're wasting their time, money, and effort, and also feeling as though they've made the wrong choice in going with your company. Here are some phrases that you can use, and by all means, share these with your agents, talk about them, change them around to fit your brand voice, but these are thought starters to get you started. Number one of nine great social media responses. That's not the experience we want you to have. You're like, what's so great about that? Here's what's great about that. If anyone has ever done you wrong, if you perceive that someone has done you wrong, it's easy in the human psyche to assume that that person did it on purpose or they meant it. And then they weave that into their understanding of how things are going to go. So when you've got something that happens, like if you're a national chewing gum company and the customer opened a package of gum and there were only four pieces of gum in there instead of five, the customer might interpret that as this company is trying to swindle me. They're trying to get one over on me and they're associating intent on the part of the company that is nefarious, that is negative and trying to do them wrong. People do this without even thinking about it. Letting the customer know as soon as they tell you that they've experienced something they were not expecting that violated their expectations, if you immediately say, that's not the experience we want you to have, that reframes the whole situation where the customer then goes, oh, maybe they're not doing it on purpose. Maybe it was some sort of accident. It disarms the situation just enough where the customer starts to think, oh, they're not doing this to me on purpose. Well, let's see how they handle it from here. Notice that I didn't say, I'm sorry. You'll notice that in these nine responses I'm going to give you, nowhere is the phrase, I'm sorry. That's on purpose because you want to let the customer know that that's not the experience you want them to have. But then you're going to get into later whether there's a reason to apologize or not. We don't want to over-apologize. It becomes trite, and you're not even sure as a company if there's something to be sorry for yet. Later on, maybe you can say that you're sorry that they've had this experience, but maybe you're not sorry because you haven't done anything wrong. That's important. All right, number two of nine responses. You've come to the right place. What? Why do we say this? You've come to the right place. See, if you've been in customer service a long time, some of these phrases seem like they're unnecessary or redundant, or maybe they're just padding. They're not. There's a reason that we want to tell this to the customer. It neutralizes the customer's fear that you are going to be unhelpful or make things worse. This also confirms to the customer that you're not going to laugh at them or belittle them or say that their concern is unnecessary or insignificant. Because don't you as a customer sometimes when you call somebody up, you're afraid that they're going to belittle you or say that that's how the experience was supposed to be or something like that. When you just say you've come to the right place, that helps them. You know what else helps them is the third of nine great social media responses. Let me get to the bottom of this for you. Remember when we said don't automatically say that you're sorry? You're definitely wanting to help them and you want to understand what happened that caused the customer to be dissatisfied with their experience. So when you just say, let me get to the bottom of this for you, it's also an implied request for permission 
requesting permission to provide assistance in an authoritative way reassures the customer. You don't ask, can I help you? Will you let me help you? Just say, let me get to the bottom of this for you. It helps them feel as though somebody's going to take over, which is what your company should do, take over, take charge, and run this investigation, run this process for them. The fourth of nine great responses that you can use is, are you still having trouble? This one is very helpful. And I'll say this, as I'm telling you all of these things, you don't want to stack all nine of these responses, copy paste in every response that you have. You're using these individually in the appropriate situation. So this is why I'm telling you what the purpose of each one of these responses is for. Stacking too many responses feels insincere and trite. So you don't want to do that. Make sure that you're using these individually. All right. Are you still having trouble is number four. This response is really helpful if you have some sort of outage or a large volume incident where it's been a while since you've been able to get to the customer and ask them about their trouble. So if it's a later response, do reach out. And the first thing that you can say to them is, are you still having trouble? This does a couple of things. Number one, it validates that you haven't forgotten about them or decided that you don't care about them. Number two, it also helps you to thin volume strategically because if the customer doesn't respond to your question, are you still having trouble, then you know that you don't need to get back engaged with them, but you've reached out and made a touch point. Or if they reach back out and say, no, I'm good now, then that lets them know that you care about them and that you're trying to get something done. The fifth of nine responses that are great social media responses is, thanks for letting us know about this. And you're like, why would that be great? Here's why it's great. The reason that it's great is because you want a customer to know when they call up and they report something that has not gone correctly, You ever get that agent that you're talking to where the agent sounds all put out and discombobulated and acts like you're the problem for reporting a problem that their company has created? You want to use this as an opportunity to let the customer know again, that's not the experience that they want you to have. And you're so sure of that, that you're thanking them for bringing it to your attention so that you can correct it, right? This is important to say. And the sixth of nine responses is, we want you to be happy with your product or service. Remember when we talked about the person who was upset because they only got four out of five pieces of the chewing gum that they were supposed to get, and the customer assumed that the company was trying to pull a fast one or get over on them or give less than they were promised? Well, that's what number six is about. It reinforces the fact that your company wants their customers to be happy with the product or service. They don't want to just deliver the bare minimum or cheat the customer a little bit. Your company wants to give what was promised and then wants the customer to be happy so that they'll return. This is important reinforcement of brand values and brand promises with customers. Number seven of nine is you answer the customer's question first and then say, and here's a link with more information, and provide the customer additional details. What's this about? Why is this in here? It's in here because if you visit your social properties, which on episode 27, visit your social properties daily, I encourage you to go and do this. 
And it's so important. It's got its own episode. The reason it's so important is because when you look at what your company looks like from the position of a customer from your Facebook page or your Twitter handle, what you can see is that it can feel very sterile, cold, robotic, and very much like an old representation of what customer service used to be. Not a lot of engagement, not a lot of caring and feeling. So one of the things that you can do that shows that you're going the extra mile and you really care about your customer service and your customer experience is provide that extra level of service. So if a customer asks you, we've used the Zorbital in your gum example on the National Chewing Gum Company example. If a customer comes to you and says, hey, is there Zorbital in your chewing gum in the latest winterberry flavor of gum, then what you can do is first answer the question. You don't want to just, you know, brush them aside and tell them to go look up the answer somewhere else. You're there to serve and you want to convey that you're happy to serve. So you say, yes, as a matter of fact, we do use Zorbital in our new winterberry flavor of gum. And there's actually a thread happening in our community forums where people are talking more about it and sharing information about that. So here's a link in case you're interested and you want to learn more. That's an added value. You can add maps to your retail locations. You can do any of these things where you're adding a little extra value. The customer may or may not choose to click on the link. It may or may not be important to them, but it shows to them that you're not just trying to get them to go away. You're answering the question and you're even adding a little bit more too. You can do this with, hey, you know, here's this flavor of gum. And also, if you're also interested, we also have mints or here's a place where you can get this. Here's a nearby movie theater where after you go to the National Chewing Gum Factory and you have your tour, then you can go watch a movie afterwards. Whatever is going to make their experience better and let them know that you care. The eighth of nine great social media responses is, I like whatever it is, too. What do I mean here? If your agent likes Star Wars or likes emoticons or likes some flavor of bubblegum, whatever it is, if the customer says that they like this, allow your agents the latitude and the flexibility to be human and say, hey, I like that too. If they like some football team or if they like a brand of coffee, go ahead and let your customers have a minute to banter back and forth and really have a personal experience with your customers. These are great ways. First of all, it helps the customer feel less at arms and, and roaring mad. You have to make sure you do it at the right time, right? But let them do this. It helps make a connection with the customer. But I will warn, make sure that you are sincere when you're doing this. If the agent doesn't really like Star Wars and tries to say they like Star Wars, you can get in a situation where the, the customer realizes that you're not being sincere. You want to be authentic with your customers. You want to only tell the truth. So if you don't like Star Wars, don't talk about Star Wars. But if it's brought up and it's something that you like to go ahead and have a little conversation with the customer. And the ninth of nine great social media responses is this one. I'm so glad we could help or I'm so glad we were able to resolve your issue. Don't forget this one. After you resolve a customer's issue, you hope that the customer will on their own come back publicly and say, I'm so glad that you helped me. Thank you so much. But if they don't, even if you had to take a conversation private, use this as an opportunity to go back public and say, Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to address your concern. We're so happy it worked out. 
Why? Why is this important? It's important because social media is a one-to-many arena. The customer came to you publicly on Facebook and said, "Rar!" and they were really mad at you. And then you whisk them away to a private room to have a conversation. The public who may have seen this interaction, they're like, what happened? Did they like take this person and, you know, tape them up in a closet or something? How did they get them to stop talking about it? And they can assume the worst. So you want to go back public and show that not only did you reach out and engage with this customer who had a complaint, but go back publicly and say thank you to the customer for giving you that opportunity to resolve the issue. It shows respect. And then you can also just basically let the general public know that you were able to address the concern, whatever it was. You don't have to reveal anything personally identifiable. You don't have to betray any confidences or give private information. You just want to say, I'm so glad we were able to help you resolve this. Okay, those are nine great social media responses. There are many more out there and some of them are situational. Hey, if you need more than this, you could use that 30-minute free coaching call that I've got out there and I can share more. I've got a million of them. Okay, let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Telligent, a variant company. Why community? Why Telligent community? Because customer support communities create a compelling return on investment and gives your customers the support options they want. We've talked before about how sometimes customers don't want to interact with employees at your company directly. Sometimes they like to serve themselves by finding information that is available on your community forum. Sometimes they want to have a discussion with other customers to get that true customer experience. And all this does is it generates a feeling of community around your brand, which really gets the customers to be more sticky to your brand. Plus, by moving common support cases online, these resolutions that are created in the community and posted in the community can be used again and again. And then you've got insights to see which topics are causing the most issues. That gives you an opportunity to go in and fix something that may be broken a little deeper in your company's processes. Telligent's largest customers use their community to plan the staffing of their support centers. They provide an early warning of incidents that are occurring with particular products. And again, you can go back in and solve these problems deeply. And like we've said before, support doesn't start at your website for everybody. Sometimes customers are going to their favorite search engine. The Telligent community is optimized for SEO. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash Telligent, T-E-L-L-I-G-E-N-T, and check them out because community is a very critical part of a healthy digital customer support strategy. Okay, let's talk about jobs. Do you have a job opening or are you looking for a spot? Email me either way at Frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I'll play matchmaker between perfect person and perfect position so that we can all be delivering fantastic customer support out there on the World Wide Web. Okay, this has been Freeform Friday. Make sure that you turn in for Manic Monday because on Manic Monday, we talk about all things reporting and measurement and workforce management to transition you from your weekend into Monday. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you Monday. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. 
Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.